0: Don't ever let them stop your grind, and when it's time, don't ever let them stop your shine Why? Cause you work hard to get there, when you get stuck look up, don't just sit there There's haters regardless, just do what you do, you ain't through till it's finished man, that's what winners do Hey guys, and welcome back to Maddie Casanzo's podcast. I haven't done one in a while. Um, I'm trying to think of new topics. So if anyone has any topics that they want me to do a podcast on, please message me on any of my socials or email me or message me if you're a client, have my number, um, and give me some topics so I can get some podcasts firing away again. Let's jump straight into this one. It's going to be short and sweet, and it's just something that I spoke about with some clients this morning, actually some of my kids um, that I train, and I thought, well, this could be a good podcast idea, video idea, who knows? So I'm just going to run with it, and we'll see where we end up. So when my kids are training, I give them two or three questions on a whiteboard, and while they're training, they are thinking about these questions, and they're thinking about the answers towards them, and during their rest breaks, um, I get them to answer them. So one of the questions today that kind of stuck with me is, uh, what is your mood and your tone in a room that you can maybe bring to the room or that you do bring already to a room or anything in life? So what I mean by that is it's like when you walk into the room, are you the positive spark that everyone's excited to see or are you the negative kind of, oh, everyone's kind of like, oh, they're here again, yay! you know what I mean? So start thinking about that. Now, I asked the kids these questions, and um, I got some obviously different answers from each of them, but something really good to touch on is, so um, are you bringing a good mood in the morning when you wake up? So for the kids, it's like, oh, they're the last one out the door, so mom and dad are yelling at me, so that's not really a positive thing, it's more negative. I was like, so how can we change this into a positive? So I want you guys to start thinking about this too, if you're one of those people that are always running late, always feel like there's an excuse why you're late, X, Y, and Z. It might just literally start from waking up in the morning. When you wake up in the morning, what do you do? What is the first initial step to set the tone for the rest of the day and set the mood? Are you going to get straight up or are you going to stay there? Now, if you have trouble getting straight up, let's put an action in front of you now. So, A lot of people wake up and then they're just like, all right, I've got to go through the motions of getting ready, eating breakfast, blah, 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 blah. And it's really just like slow. They don't really know what they're going to do first. Sometimes they're going to eat breakfast first. Sometimes because they're running late, they get dressed first and eat breakfast on the way. So let's put in place a alarm that is going to wake you up at the same time every day, maybe a little bit earlier than you're waking up now. And your first action is one or the other, either to go get ready first or to go eat breakfast first. Now you have a reason to get up out of bed. So you wake up, and then your first thing you know exactly what you're gonna do, which is go eat breakfast or which is go have a shower and get ready. And then it starts like a roller coaster effect. You go to do the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, okay? So it's building momentum. It's literally that first decision in the day is what gets you up and out of bed. And the thing is, is if your kids or if your partner's yelling at you because you're always late, now maybe they're not. So there's no more negative yelling, screaming, are you ready yet? Hurry up. I'm waiting for you. Rah, 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 Have you got the kids ready? Whatever it can be, that negative thing is no longer there all because you've decided to make a decision to set that alarm a little bit earlier to get up and you know exactly what you're going to go do. The next thing is that maybe it could be in the workplace, in an office or in a classroom or something like that. Again, what sort of mood, what sort of tone do you bring that to that environment? Are you walking in with your head down on your phone, texting people, looking at social media, not making eye contact with anyone, not saying hello to anyone, not smiling at anyone? What sort of mood, what sort of tone are you bringing into that room? It's not very good, is it? So a new rule of thumb could be, Whenever you walk into a new space, whether it be a classroom, an office, um, even home, a be- even a bedroom, like lounge room the bedroom because there'll be different people probably in those areas. Why don't you put your phone away? It could be a new rule. Whenever you walk into a new space, space, put your phone in your pocket and make sure you say hello or make sure you just make eye contact and smile with people because now you've seriously just changed and it's the littlest thing of just putting your phone in your pocket. You've changed yourself from being in a negative mood and tone, walking in and doing nothing but connecting to your iPhone. But now you've put that away and now you're connecting to people. So now these people are going to be like, instead of you being negative, not saying hello, these people are going to start seeing you as the positive And they can't wait to see you when you walk in in the morning because you're the person that says hello to them. You're the person that smiles at them. And you don't know if you're making their day or not. Like You probably could be. But the thing is, it's just that tiny difference of literally a new space, Let's flick the switch and put our phone in our pocket and say hello, say good morning, smile at people, make eye contact, okay? So it's that little thing in between that makes a big difference. So I hope that makes sense with your mood and tone and I hope you guys are thinking now of all the other things that maybe you guys can do. They're just two examples but... You guys could be doing so many other things and you know how you can just simply change it by doing one little thing a little bit different, you can really set up and change the mood and the tone for the whole day and how people see you. Are you the positive impact that they need in the day or are you the negative impact that they don't need in the day? Let's start making sure we're self-aware and having that question go through our heads. Now, another thing uh, we're going to jump into is um, cop- copying a negative comment. Um, and how to fight it I feel like this is a big one at the moment I did a mental health talk on the weekend pretty much like a mindset talk Um, and I had kids say I've been called this or I've been doing like someone said this about me someone said this and I'm like bloody all your kids and this is happening so anyways I want to teach these kids kind of how to fight a negative comment But adults too, anyone that cops a negative comment, we all cop them all the time. It's just how we respond to them, whether it lets us affect us or not. So if you cop something negative towards you, the first thing I want you to do is, is it true? Okay. Find if there's some truth behind it. If there's not, then you shouldn't be worried about it because you know who you are. That should not bother you. It should go out the window and not thought about again. Now, if you're someone that's trying this for the first time, it can be a little bit difficult because you have to exercise this over and over and over again to get good at it. So if you're really struggling to get rid of that negative comment, let's fight it with three positive comments. So for example, if someone goes, I'll use me for the example goes, Mads, you're not very smart, are you? And like, that's pretty negative and pretty hurtful because I've done so much um, in learning and researching and stuff in like my chosen industry. So I just smile like I don't say something back to them, okay, or whatever. And then in my mind, I fight it with three positives. So what I do is I go, no, I am smart because I've done my Cert 3 and 4 in fitness. I've done this course. I've done that course. I am smart because I know how to read books and I read all the time. I am smart because I listen to podcasts and I help people and I change people's lives by teaching them how to deal with things a bit better. So I am smart. So there's no truth to that. So I disregard the comment. Now... If you get a negative comment and there is maybe a little bit of truth to it, something like, Oh Mads, you're really shit at passing that football today. I'll look back at my game and go, All right, there is some truth to that. I had a poor game, I didn't pass the ball very well. How can I change that so that next time I get that negative comment? It's not true. I go back to the football field and I practice, all right. I get better at what they've said. Okay, so then next time it happens. I'll be like, no, my passes are 100%. Watch this and go boom, 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 100% accuracy in all passes. So it's actually working on the weakness a little bit more because that's how we grow as people. We work on our weaknesses and that's what makes us human is we all have them and the joys in life is we actually get to work on these things which builds our confidence, which makes us better as a whole because you're happier and more confident because you're starting to do things that once you weren't good at that now you're pretty good at. So, I hope that helps with negative comments. So, to reiterate that, it is fighting one negative comment off with three positive comments in your mind. You don't have to go back at the person with them, they're just in your mind. And then the other thing is is there any truth to it? If there is no truth to it, disregard it out the window and keep moving on. If there is a little bit of truth to it, let's work on it. Why don't we? Okay, so let's work on getting better so that the next time, if it's ever said again, There is no truth to it. So it's fighting it with positive things. But this is all with yourself. It's not fighting back at the person. Now, another common thing I've been asked lately is people are struggling to find time to train or find time for themselves. Now, it is not that you have a lack of time. Everyone has the exact same amount of hours, minutes, seconds in the day. And everyone knows that and it's just how you juggle your time. So a lot of people it is not that they have no time, it's that they're not organized enough, it's not that they have enough structure in their weeks and they don't know how to structure their weeks properly. So there is a video that's going to pop up onto my social media soon to explain this visually if you're a visual person, but I'm going to try and explain it as best as I can over this podcast cuz I know some people can learn from just listening, that's the idea of this. So I want you to write Monday to Sunday on a piece of paper, and I want you to split it into like columns, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all the way to Sunday, and then I want you to split it into half where the middle of the day, 12 p.m. So then you've got the a.m. session and the p.m. sessions each day. Now, I want you to, first of all, the most important one for adults is our work life because If we don't work, we don't have a house overhead, we don't have food on the table, so it is important. So the first thing is you're going to schedule in the days that you're working and when you're working. So whether it be, um, if you're a bit of a shift worker like me, you do morning sessions and afternoon sessions, so it might be 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. and then 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. Or if you're a 9 to 5, nice and simple, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., whatever your work schedule is, write them in, in a certain color and block out that time. And and just write work. Or if you know the color, make a key and go say blue and then just make big squares and color it in. That is your work time. The next thing, all right, so that's the important thing, keeps the family happy, keeps you happy in the sense of having food and a roof over your head and a car that you can run with the money. The next thing is your um, family time or friends' time or something like that because it is very important to spend time with your family. It is very important to spend time with friends. This is our downtime. This is our social time. We're humans. We're social beings. We need this. So I want you to actually start scheduling time to be with friends and family. So it might be Saturday morning. It's all about family. There is no phones, no work, nothing like that. And you're going to go to the park from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. And then you're going to go get breakfast or brunch 10 to 11, all right? So there's two hours there that you've scheduled in with your family. Nothing gets in the way of that, okay? That is the family time. So that is what you do. Then the next time, it might be um, a Sunday afternoon. You might want to have a few beers with your friends or some pizza night. So then you schedule in 5 p.m. to say 8 p.m. on a Sunday, friends, all right? So that's when you go spend time with friends. You organize to have Dinner with friends, it might be even going out, okay? So now you've scheduled that time in and you know that every Sunday afternoon I'm seeing this friend or that friend or whoever it might be at this their house and the next week it might be at my house, but now you've scheduled the time in. Now, there's still lots of gaps, I'm sure, on everyone's schedule. So this is where we're going to start putting you in with your training. So you might have time, say, on a Monday afternoon, you finish at 3 go home, have some food, have a snack, whatever. Then you're going to go to the gym 4 to 5. Then you're going to get home. And then that's when you do everything else with dinner and family, whatever else. But that 4 to 5 time slot you have now put in, you will be at the gym because you know you have the space there. If you work 9 to 5, it might be 5.30 to 6.30. Or it might even be 5.30 to 6. Half an hour is fine. But now you're scheduling in these little blocks and you know exactly when you're going to train. So the next day, Tuesday might be your day off. So you can have a bit of a sleep in and you're going to go to the gym 10 to 11. Or Wednesday, you might have the whole day off. So then you want to do an afternoon session with your friends. So you might do four to five. I hope this is making sense. So you're starting to schedule and see your week visually on a piece of paper on where you can actually fit in training. So there is no excuse. You just have to schedule your your life better, your week's better. And then they change week to week. It doesn't have to stay the same. You can make this every Sunday night. I just write this down on a piece of paper, figure out what I'm doing for next week. I have a diary as well, so it's all there. And then you just know, you start ticking them off. Each day, I just tick off. I go, I've done that client, done that client, been to that appointment, all right, written that program, sent that email, you know, and it just becomes a list of things. And it's just going through the day. And it's so simple because you know what's next and you know when you need to train, when you spend time with family, when you need to work and when you need to rest. So the rest part, that's the end of it. So let's try and have the same bedtime at least Monday to Friday or Sunday to Thursday because some people like going out Fridays and Saturdays. But you're gonna start going to bed 9.30, 10 o'clock. All right, so you get the seven to eight hours sleep minimum. That's a good amount of sleep. And then your alarm set for say 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. So you have plenty of time to get up Get ready and get out the door. So that's scheduling your weeks better, blocking out the blocking out system pretty much so that you actually have time for everything. Everyone has time for it. It's just your excuse whether you're organized or not. So now with that little tool, you should be more organized and be able to do what you can. And like I said, it's not setting stone. Every week it can change. So they're my three top things that I want. I'm gonna leave you guys with to think about today rewind this go back to the start and think of an from that mood and that tone and what are you to that new environment are you that positive energy or are you that negative energy sorry and then the other thing with negative comments it's super simple and how we can fight it off yes i know that sometimes they can be very hurtful but it's learning to fight them off with that positive talk okay so being positive is there truth to it and believing in yourself and building the confidence that you're not what they said you are what you say and then the last thing is that blocking out system so let's stay organized let's stay prepared okay you'll be less stressed and be more happy when you're doing things like that and you know exactly what you're doing next Anyways, guys, I hope you have a wonderful day or night whenever you're listening to this. If you have any comments or feedback, please send them to me. If you could share this to one friend, that would be a massive help or on your socials. Thank you so much. And if you have any ideas of any more podcasts, please let me know and I'll be happy to do them. Thanks, guys. See ya. Cause you work hard to get there. When you get stuck, look up. Don't just sit there. There's haters regardless. Just do what you do. You ain't through till it's finished, man. That's what winners do.